Ladies and gentlemen, and of course, Springer, welcome back for another episode of Tape to Tape. I am Dom. With us, we got Springer. Howdy, folks. Uh, Springer, how we been, man? Been a week since we talked. A lot going on in the NHL, and I'm sure in life, but uh, let's start with you. How, how you been, buddy? Dude, can I just say, first off, it legitimately feels like forever since we've like recorded. I don't it's, know why I mean, it feels like this week for whatever reason has just been so long. Maybe just because there's been so much going on in the NHL, but I, like, that, I think that's, I think that's it. There's just been so much that's been happening. It, it feels like this week has been a month. Honestly, it's, it's been a long one. What do you yeah, got to but Honestly, dude, not a whole lot. I had a pretty easy work week. So kind of just been hanging out for the most part. I got to uh, work from home for like the second half of the week. And uh, nice, nice. That's always good. Yeah, dude. That was awesome. Played a lot of, Video games. Um, I love it. I love it. We, obviously, uh, watch some chill. My uh, girlfriend's forcing me to watch Harry Potter for the first time ever. You have never watched Harry Potter. Never watched Harry Potter. Uh, I no. Yeah, I not just, a single one of them. You've never seen never, one. Never. Well, so. shout out to your girlfriend for making you watch those because those are some phenomenal movies that uh, yeah are absolute must sees. So yeah, we've gone through. Shit, I think I think we've watched all the way up through the sixth one. Oh, so you guys so what what so what do you what do you have left? Death of is part one. Burning and turning. Yeah, seven the two episodes. The, the, two, the, two, the two part, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, those are but, those are some good ones. I'm I'm super pumped to hear what you have to say about them because those are yeah, those dude. are solid. They're uh I mean the whole movie series is just fantastic. I can't believe you haven't seen it. Dude, I know. Before, but. It's I'm glad crazy. you're at least watching them now. That's uh, that's solid. Yeah, I mean, no time to watch them than when you're 25. You know? Right? Yeah, no better time no better than the present, I guess. Yeah, exactly. No time, no better time to watch a kids movie. But <laughs> yeah, man, how about you? I know you're a little uh, a little worse for wear, but uh, how's the week? <laughs> I'm, uh, and... uh, yeah, I'm a little uh, a little hungover, as they like to say. No, it was good. I had a good week. Good, good, uh, good work week. I didn't really do a whole lot. They didn't have much for me, for me to do, so it was nice to kind of just relax, uh, hang out with the fiance a little bit while she was working. And then this, this past weekend, we went to uh, Manhattan, Kansas, the old stopping, stomping ground for the cats. We, oh, yeah, uh, baby. Our fraternity had a little golf tournament on Saturday, so I had to go and uh, try to pull myself together. Well, the, the issue was we started out Friday night. We were like, all right, well, let's be responsible. Let's try to be home by midnight because we had a it was it was a 10 a.m. tea time on Saturday, which isn't horrible, but they wanted us at the clubhouse at nine to check everybody in. So we had to, you know, get up at eight, eight fifteen and kind of prep ourselves for the uh, for the long day. So Friday night, we were like, let's be smart. Let's go home at midnight. And that did not happen. We ended up shutting the bar down until two naturally. And then we Classic. got back to the house and stayed up for another two and a half hours talking about life and having a couple more drinks that were just not needed. And it was, I mean, it was, it was probably the dumbest thing I've done in quite a while. So we didn't go to bed till about four 30. So I was running on three and a half hours of sleep. I woke over, woke up feeling horrendous on Saturday morning. And the only thing to do when you're going to golf for an entire day 
and you're hungover is to start drinking again to not feel as hungover. So we started right. shampoo effect, baby. That's right. Uh, hair of the dog. And so we did that and I, <laughs> it was a long Saturday, uh, golf pretty well though. Did you? It, was, it was a four man scramble and the, the boys that I golf with are, uh, not veteran golfers to say the least. We probably, <laughs> we probably used 80% of my shots, maybe, maybe, maybe 70%. Like I mean, towards the end there, I started falling apart, but, um, uh, to start the day, I mean, we started off super hot. We were two under through four holes. We were, I mean, we were looking stellar and then. We, we went, we went five over through the rest, uh, for the next 14 holes. So we, we ended up three over, which really is not that bad for a three man scramble yeah. for a four man scramble, but could have been better, could have been worse. And then we spent today kind of just being lazy and making it back to, to Kansas city to now we're watching, uh, we're watching the wild boys for those of you that have been following along, you know, I'm a diehard wild fan, which kind of brings us into uh our, our first topic of the day we talked last sunday and springer you actually brought up the hypothetical of some some rumor mill talks mm-hmm. that the uh wild were looking at picking up mark andre flurry and lo and behold monday morning i wake up and i texted you immediately because who other than mark andre flurry coming to uh coming to minnesota to help out the boys so am i, I um, Am I an NHL insider? Are you an insider? You just I don't know. might be. You just might, might be. be. Um, might be. It was, you know, I, I hate everything about what I said last Sunday. I hate it, and I despise myself for it, and I could not be more wrong. I, I love the guys that we picked up trading Kakenin. I, mm-hmm. I, I love Middleton. I think he's going to be a great addition. And on top of that, I think Flurry looked stellar last night in his first start for the Wild. I, th- I think he looked he looked really good. He looked locked in, and you can b- between him and Talbot right now, dude. Talbot is just having a run. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but he looks absolutely incredible right now as we're speaking. The Avs have twenty eight shots and they don't have a point on the board yet. So, you know, he's he's standing on his head. And I think for the boys to be getting good goaltending right now at this time is huge. It's it's huge. This is a bit this is a big uh big time in the season to get some momentum going your way and to have confidence in the boys that are between the pipes to feel comfortable to push up a little bit more, take a few more chances and know that they've got your back back there. It's massive. So I, I love the flurry trade. Ignore what I said last in last week's episode. It was the dumbest thing I've ever said in my life. And I take it all back. Uh, so much so that to rectify what I have said, I have already purchased a Mark Andre Flurry jersey for the Minnesota Wild. So uh, <laughs> love the trade. Springer, what are your thoughts? I want to I hear what you kind of have to think about. I know we talked a little bit about it last Sunday, but what, what yeah. are you thinking on that? I mean, I, obviously, we're both watching the the wild game here because obviously i want to support the wild on your behalf because let's be honest there's not really a whole lot to support on the uh cracking hey, end hey right that, that, now that, that doesn't mean i'm not supporting them with you though right thank you for struggling along with me although i do want to talk about them just briefly here in a little bit but i i think this is a fantastic trade for the wild i know you were a little bullish on it last uh, last week last time we talked but yeah i think that they've Marc-Andre Fleury just seems to have really kind of embraced the wild even the other night when they were throwing, what was it, yellow roses on the yeah, ice they, and he went and well, picked them dude, up. So that was a super cool story too. I mean, his nickname is Flower. Like, I mean, right. they all call him Flower. And he, he mm-hmm. said uh, after the postgame last night, he has never had anybody throw flowers out for him. 
in yeah. Minnesota, Minnesota, it was the first time he's ever, and he was like pumped about it. Like he was excited. It was almost like he was like super heartfelt about like, I've never had anybody do this. This is the coolest thing ever. So like, I agree with you. I think, I think he, he enjoys how into him the fans already are. Oh yeah. Well, and I think there's a lot of respect throughout the NHL, of course, for flower, but 100%. I think in Minnesota, you're going to get, it's going to be different than kind of some of those other fan bases that he's been a part of, obviously with Pittsburgh, there was, you know, there was a lot to love about him in Pittsburgh, but I obviously he wasn't really number one when they were really kind of making those playoff pushes and those Stanley cup pushes, but right. Vegas, you know, it's kind of a new team. So they love flower there, but well, and on, and the on fans... top, I mean, you look at, you look at Vegas too. They also had Leonard right. who was, uh, they, I mean, they were splitting 50, 50. I mean, Leonard was having a hell of a year too. And so, you right. know, Flurry wasn't their only go-to guy similar to which I think was good for the situation mm-hmm. he's in now because yeah. him and him and Talbot are both standing on their heads right now. They're both playing phenomenally and they look like they look incredible. Right. Um, and I think, but what I'm getting at, I guess, is that, you know, Minnesota is a very knowledgeable fan base when it comes to the sport of hockey, obviously. True, yeah. So I think that he, and he even kind of mentioned that too, just how he enjoys kind of being on a team with a knowledgeable fan base and, you know, a fan base that kind of knows the game. And I, I think he just seems super happy there. And obviously we've still got quite a bit of hockey left to play. So we'll see how it pans out for him. But um, yeah. after his first appearance, pretty good, pretty good showing. So we'll have to see. Yeah. yeah. Very good showing. I mean, they got the dub. Uh, yeah. it, was, uh, it was, it was in traditional Minnesota wild fashion as it has been all year scoring, uh, in the final minute and a half of the game to tie it, send it to OT, and then Spurgeon with a disgusting mm. move last night against uh, the Blue Jackets. Mer, Mer, Merling, Merlingus? Mer, Mer, Merslinkus? Merslinkins. Mer, Merslinkins. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough name to pronounce. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but great move on him. And uh, just a yeah, good game all around for Fleury's, Fleury's first dub. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see how that kind of plays out. I know last week we talked about the uh, trades the Panthers were making, and it seemed like they were um, they were all in to try and go get a cup this year. Well, Bill Guerin, the GM for the Wild, said after trading for Fleury, that was his all-in move. That's, that's what they're going for. They're going all in for a cup this year, especially because, you know, as we look down, down the next couple of years, we're going to run into some cap space trouble with some mm-hmm. of the guys that we have. So I, I like that he's saying, look, we're all in we're giving it at 110%. Let's go, let's go get one. So, yeah. well, and on top of that, Bill Guerin and Mark Andre Fleury won a couple cups together in Pittsburgh when mm-hmm. Bill Guerin was playing there. So yeah, super, super cool to see them reunited. Super cool and excited to see where Fleury takes us. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be a good ride. I'm excited for Heck it. Yeah. So, uh, Heck yeah. another game that we talked about, I believe last Sunday was the Toronto and was it the devils? <laughs> Yes, it was. It was. Yep, it was the okay. Devils. So yep. that's that's funny that they uh, to show off their new jerseys. They played against New Jersey, so that's pretty sick. <laughs> who also have new jerseys that who, say Jersey. Who also have new jerseys that say Jersey. Wow, it's just Jersey Jerseyception on Wednesday is what it was. What? Um, so uh, for those of you that haven't seen them or don't know them, go go take a peek at them. I I personally really like them. I think they look yeah. sweet. Cool little tidbit. Springer, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you tell a cool little tidbit because you're actually the one that told me. Yeah, so apparently these are the first uh, professional sports jerseys that are reversible. So one side has, you know, they're kind of, I guess, more traditional 
Maple Leafs kind of look. They're all black jerseys, though, and it's kind of like a fluorescent blue Maple Leaf on the front. Um, pretty sick. And then the other side is like a funky yellow. The other side has uh, Justin Bieber's clothing company's logo on it in the shape of a Maple Leaf. Yeah, it's got like a smile that says Leafs on it. I don't know. It's like a smiling yellow face and it, the yeah. smile itself says Leafs. But yeah. Um, yeah, they're pretty sick sweaters. But yeah, the first ever professional sports jersey that's reversible, which is super interesting. Yeah, I mean, super cool. And on top of that, the fact that Justin Bieber and his clothing line developed and designed the jersey, that's super cool too. Good, good, for, good for him. Love to see him, you know, staying in the game of hockey. For the, those of you that don't know, he's always been a... Uh, Big, big fan of hockey, big advocate for it. Uh, big oh, yeah. fan of Toronto. So good to see him staying involved. Love, like I said, love the jerseys. I think they look sweet. And I'm super, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped to see if this starts a trend or if this is kind of a one-off thing and see if teams start to dabble in reversible jerseys or if they start to dabble in famous clothing brands, kind of like what we talked about a couple episodes ago where we were talking yeah. about, you know, Dolce & Gabbana tracks to, uh, what was that? Traxedos. Traxedos and, um, you know, just getting other brands into hockey. I kind of like it. I'm, and I'm curious to see if it uh, continues that way. So, yeah, good dude. for the Leafs. Good for Beaver. And good for the sport. Good for the sport. You really just can't, you can't, you can't hate it. That's for sure. Exactly. Speaking of the sport, not to jump away from the NHL, but it, it is, it is in the, uh, in the game of hockey right now. For those of you that are, following along with March Madness, and you're thinking to yourself, man, I wish they did this for college hockey. Well, boy, oh boy, do I have some news for you. They do. It is nowhere near as big as March Madness. As we know, March Madness starts with, it's, is it 64 teams or 128? 60, well, it's 68 technically because you got the two play-in oh, games. Oh, because you got, I guess, the but... two play-in games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so... It's not quite that big, but college hockey does have their own national championship tournament that always happens around this time, and that is going on right now. There's a, there's a 16 teams, and then, you know, obviously wheeled down to, to one champion. Instead of the final four, kind of a fun play on words, they've got the frozen four, and yeah, baby. we are looking at having that totally set this evening. We've got three of the final uh, – three of, three of the four – that are in the frozen four all set. We've got Minnesota state. We've got Denver. And then we've got Minnesota, the straight up U of M, the golden golfers, uh, who I am a huge fan of have been my whole life, almost went to college up there. And then I, I looked at out of state college prices and I said, that's not just, that's not happening. Um, but love to see the gophers up there. I love to see them making it to the frozen four. And then, and then the fourth team that we're looking at, is um, it's either going to be Michigan or Quinnipiac. And I know that in the third period, as we are talking right now, Michigan, oh, wow, Michigan just scored two quick ones. So Michigan, a minute 10 into the third, Michigan is now up 4 nothing against Quinnipiac. So Ooh. I don't want to jinx it or say it's a done deal, but it is looking like the fourth team in the Frozen Four is going to be Michigan. So we'll have... The Minnesota Golden Gophers will be playing against the Minnesota State. I want to say they're the Mavericks, I believe, but I can't. I think that's right. It sounds right. And then we've got the uh, the Denver Pioneers. Yeah, the Pioneers. That sounds right. <laughs> sounds right. Horrible. Horrible. Terrible. Hor- hor- yeah, Pioneers. Yep. 
oh, where would I be without you? And then obviously right. the Michigan Wolverines. It's looking like the first round or the 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 matchups. Ah, dang it. Colorado just equalized, scored an equalizer. We got a one-one game here now. So we've got Minnesota playing against Minnesota State. We got a little in-state rivalry here. These teams hate each other. I don't know exactly when that's happening. It's out in Boston. Oh, like okay. It's next week. Next week. Uh, next. Next. April. 5th? Next Thursday, April seventh. April seventh. April seventh gotcha. is Minnesota and Minnesota State. They don't they haven't announced a time for that yet. And then hmm. Denver and. Like I said, looking to be Michigan will also be uh, on April 7th, waiting to announce the date with the championship being played on April 9th, that Saturday. So that'll be a good little birthday gift for me if the Gophers can can pull it out for for next next Friday. Um, so, yeah, what's your what's your thoughts? Just college hockey in general and the the frozen four. And I love I it. What's your- I love it. I mean, I, I think it, it gets a lot. I guess I can't say it gets a lot. It it gets underhyped. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's it's tough because, you know, the whole country loves the Final Four and college men's basketball and the tournament and championship, and that's where all the focus is. So this kind of gets mm-hmm. brushed over because it's it's all along the same time frame. So I uh, but I love it. I'm I'm right. all about it. I, I love it for the sport. I I there there's just a different energy around the frozen four hockey that gets played in those games than there is any other college hockey game the entire season so i love the i love the intensity that that it brings i love how into it the players get and how excited they get and um you know i'm I'm really looking forward to seeing if the gophers can't can't go ahead and pull one out here i know we don't have an official lineup yet but let's let's say michigan is going to be the one going since Mm -hmm. you know 15 15 ish left in the third they're up 4-0 so they'll be playing Denver. We got Michigan and Denver, both one seeds in their respective regions. Springer, thoughts? Who's who's taking it home? Oh, uh, I gotta go Michigan, baby, for the sole reason of Maddie Beniers, first round draft pick, <laughs> That's first right. ever pick of the Seattle Kraken. Seattle Kraken. So I will be watching that game strictly for Maddie Beniers. Definitely haven't really gotten the opportunity to see him play much, so. Definitely going to be watching the Frozen Four just to kind of watch him see what he's all about and yeah. see what he can provide to the boys. Probably more than likely oh, yeah. come uh, mid April next year. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about next month. <laughs> talking about practice. I guess that's <laughs> true. That's true. Once college hockey's over, they can pull them up if they've already drafted. Yep. I forgot about that. So we will yep. see. Uh, we'll, we'll see a couple of new guys as we move into later on in the season. I like it. I like it. I, I'm also going to take Michigan, Michigan in that game. I think Denver's having a good year, but Michigan and I, I haven't seen a team that looks this good in college hockey in, in quite some time. So yeah. I think, I think they've got a really, really good chance. Good save cam. Uh, <laughs> sorry guys. I, uh, I'll cut that get, out. Get too into this wild game, these wild games. <laughs> But no, I think I think Michigan's a really strong team. I think they look really good, and I think Denver's having a really good year too. I just I've got a hard time seeing Denver hanging around with Michigan. I think Michigan probably probably wins by at least two goals or more. I mean, as we're seeing right now, they are just manhandling Quinnipiac. Oh, okay, Quinnipiac put one in, so we got four one with fifteen fifteen left to go. I mean, Quinnipiac is a is a phenomenal hockey school. They have been for the past you know seven eight years. They've always been up there in the top kind of ten, and. Mm. Michigan, granted, they're not shutting them out anymore, but 4-1, they're, they're still – they're giving it to them real good. So oh, I, yeah. I, I, I like I like Michigan to come in here and get the job done, go play for the national championship. 
On the other side of the board, we got the two ranked Gophers out of their region playing against the one ranked Minnesota State out of their region. Obviously, you know, that's respective. So Minnesota beat their, the one seed in their region today, 3 nothing Western Michigan. And uh, Minnesota State yesterday beat the three seed in their region, one nothing. So they'll, they'll, they'll battle up. Springer, what are, you, what are your thoughts on this one? I know we don't watch as, as much college hockey as we do NHL, but what are you, what are you thinking? Well, it's always kind of hard to bet against the one seed. With that being said, though, I, I'm just going to make a random guess here and definitely going to make sure I do tune into this game as well because, yeah, Frozen 4 is definitely something I kind of want to get into a little bit more. But I don't know. I, I think because personally, I think it'd be cool to see a Minnesota-Michigan championship. So, I mean, I, I guess I'm going to have to take your side on this. Go Minnesota-Michigan. I love it. So. I love it. Obviously, I'm agreeing with you there too. I mean, being a Gopher fan, I'm, I can't, I can't, <laughs> can't bet against them. Bet against the boys. So uh, I'm also thinking, but I think this is going to be a real hard fought game. Yeah, I think it's going to be real chippy, real scrappy. Uh, like I said, these are two teams in state rivalry. They hate each other, and I, I think uh, I think the Gophers walk away with a with a very close dub here. One goal game. I'm, I'm, I could even see this going into OT. Tell you oh, wow. both of these teams are. It's it's going to be a tight matchup, which. Which would bring us to a Minnesota Michigan championship for the national for the national title, uh, which would be pretty sick because they just played in the Big Ten championship against each other a week or two ago, mm-hmm. and Michigan Michigan won that one. I think it was five to four was the final score. So wow! If it if it does get down to the Gophers and the Wolverines, we will have a a hell of a battle again similar that we just did in the uh, Big Ten Championship. So Heck yeah. definitely, definitely something to keep, uh, keep an eye on as we head into next week. And I know we'll probably chat a little bit more on it next, next Sunday as well as we, yeah. uh, as we get into things, but let's uh, jump into word of the day. What do you say? Some of you are familiar with this word, but you're probably familiar with it in the sense of the sound that birds make, but we are not talking about birds. Unless, of course, we're talking about pigeons, but that's that's a word for another day. Word of the day, uh, we got chirp. Chirp, baby. Great word. So it's to talk shit, I guess. Yeah. It's to absolutely. Uh, yeah. It's to get a verbal upper edge on your opponent. Yeah. Just try to talk a little mental game, get in their head. And, and yeah. See what you see, what you can't do to yeah really throw them off. I mean, most of the time, it's usually just like. I don't know. It's the funniest shit you could ever hear somebody say, especially when a chirp's done well. It's it's something you you remember for a long time. Absolutely, a, just a good chirp. It's like wow, you it, you always it, remember it, it. it. You always remember it, whether it, whether mm-hmm. it throws you off your game or whether it. I don't know. I mean, it, it's just there's there's something about a great chirp that just sticks with you. Whether, yeah, right. Whether it hurts or whether you hear it, and you're like, I can't wait to say that to somebody. They're oh, good. Yeah. They're good. So that being said, Springer, what are uh, what are some of your favorite chirps that you got? I know, I know we, you and I talked a little bit about some of them. I'll kind of just go with the one I told somebody one time in a game because he was saying something to me and I was just naturally came to me. It was a guy who looked kind of gross and greasy looking, um, greasy a little round. Looking yeah, he's a little round shaped. <laughs> and I just told him straight up that uh, I said, buddy, you look like a middle school drug dealer. And I, for whatever reason, that just that's 
That's another thing about chirps is they can be such obscure references that like Mm -hmm. sometimes they don't even make sense. But the more you think about it, the more you're like, wow, that was great. That was fantastic. Um, I think, I think one of my favorites is you, you do a double take at a guy out on the ice and you just go, does, does coach know you're out here? And then you just skate away. And it just, it really just makes them think about what is he, what did he mean by that? And then when they think about it, they're like, does coach know I'm, oh my, am I supposed to be out here? Does coach know I'm out here? And it's like, oh shit. By that point, I mean, you've already scored on them, so it doesn't matter. Another, another good one is uh, if, you, if you're playing against a goalie who's letting in a uh, good handful of goals, something along the lines of, buddy, I've seen coupons that save more than you. Classic. That's, that's, a, that's a good go-to. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think I, when, you, when we talk about chirps, there's, there's a show that comes to mind specifically. And Springer, I'm sure it does for you too. Oh, 100%. Uh, if you've never seen the show Letter Kenny, it's on Hulu. I highly recommend going and giving it a listen because it is just one of the greatest shows to get chirps from that you, you've ever seen. I will literally sit there with a pen and pad. And obviously, I will say that's one of the shows, whether you're like pro subtitles or anti subtitles, that's one of the shows that you do have to watch with subtitles. You, Does not you, matter. You definitely need to need to have subtitles on on that one. You that's do. a great one. But yep, I will sit there with a pen and pad and I will take notes just because some of the chirps there are like unbelievable. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. They're they're fantastic. Another good one that I heard in that show was nice muscle shirt. Muscles coming in next week. That's a good one if you've got a uh, scrawny guy that you know you see off the ice, whether he's rocking a tank top or I don't know something probably a greasy wife beater type deal. You could actually hit him with the combo. Uh, you look like a middle school drug dealer. Love your muscle shirt. Muscles coming in next week. That'd be a good one. Uh, That's a good one. Uh, I think you're. I think you'll need to change your birth control. Your cycle looks like shit. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, chirps is, is it's one of those things where it might not even make sense. It doesn't. But if it gets in their head, it did its job. And, exactly. Uh, that is the point of a good chirp. Exactly. So exactly. And there's the classic one too. You can't forget about it. Just the plain and simple. You suck at hockey. You suck at hockey. I mean, I don't know having to read between the lines there. They know what nope. you're saying. They they know what you mean. And it hurts. Yep. It hurts. It does. It, it does hurts. hurt. Um, because how, how do you rebuttal that? You don't. What do you? But you don't. You you suck too. Okay. Well, now you just now you're you just look bad. Yeah, you kind of just ruined it. So yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, feel free if you're listening. Write in with with one of your favorite chirps you've ever heard. I'd love to hear them. I I always love hearing a good chirp. Oh yeah. Even even when it was directed at me, I you know heat of the moment. I I, I hated it, and I I probably tried to start a tilly with a couple of them, but uh. Yeah. End of the day, you know, you can look back on a good chirp and you can appreciate it. Oh yeah, you, you even, look even if you it's get, at you. You get in the locker room afterwards, or you're, you know, having a couple college sodas after the game. <laughs> and you're thinking about it, and you start laughing because you're like, "Wow, that was actually really fucking good." Right, right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh, um, well, cool, man. Should we, uh, should we jump into our puck picks for the week so we can hurry up and make them not have to listen to our voices anymore? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it, baby. Well, what do you got first? Okay. Number one on the slate that I've got is Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday, the 29th. In my opinion, this will probably be one of the big games of 
just the week in general. I think yep. Dom, you can probably agree to this I, too. I would agree to that one. Yeah, it's uh, Canes at Lightning. Two teams that are fantastic looking right now. Both teams that are in playoff shape, playoff caliber. Two teams that have kind of looked playoff caliber for a couple of years now. Yep. Um, obviously, Lightning back to back Stanley Cup champs. So no surprise there. But Canes really kind of giving them a run for their money in the uh, Eastern Conference right now. So Canes Lightning. <sighs> Dom, I'll let you do. I'll let you take this one first. What do you think? Yeah, I think um, I think I got to go with the home team here. The Hurricanes look a little, I don't want to say they look bad or sloppy in their last couple games. They just haven't been finishing. Mm. They, they, they've, they've dropped a couple games that they probably should have honestly taken and, and had mm. as Ws. But they, uh, I, I, just, I think they're hitting a bit of a rough patch, and playing in Tampa is never easy as it is, especially mm. when you're in your head mentally about trying to get back in the win column. So. I like the lightning here. I think the Canes keep it close. Uh, I expect the Canes to probably start Freddie Anderson, who has been playing phenomenally, phenomenally mm-hmm. this year, uh, as well as the lightning to go with Vasilevsky. And so I'm, I'm expecting a low scoring affair, maybe a two, one game Tampa takes. Okay. I'm, I'm going to take the opposite here and yeah, I mean, this is just a dumb take here, probably. But I also, I feel like the Lightning have looked a little sloppy as of really? late. I okay. think that they've gotten lucky. I think they've gotten lucky on quite a few games. And okay. I don't know. I Just from the few games I've seen them, I still just don't quite think that they look as a whole like they're playoff ready. I, I think there's a chance that the Canes take this one. So I'm going to take the Canes three to two in this one. I like it. I like yeah. it. I like Dom, it. what you got? Yeah, uh, my first game, also on Tuesday. I mean, for those of you, <laughs> if you can only watch hockey one day of the week, Tuesday is one of the greater lineups in hockey that I've seen in a very, very long time. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got a couple Tuesday top, games. Lot of, yeah, a lot of top-tier teams playing against each other. Uh, it's going to be a just a fantastic evening. I, My fiancé is probably going to love that I am – glued to the TV all evening that night, but uh, that's a different story. Uh, Tuesday night, we got the (laughs) Toronto Maple Leafs playing in Boston against the Boston Bruins. We've got two teams that are going to be in the playoffs. um, Very likely. I mean, unless they lose out and (laughs) somebody in their division wins out the rest of the, the rest of the year, I I can't imagine they're not going to be in the playoffs. The Leafs are in a wild card spot right now. Or are they really? Yeah. I thought I thought they had jumped up out of the wild card and they were in the division spot. Okay, never mind. So maybe not two playoff teams, but we're looking <laughs> at two teams that are playoff caliber. Yeah. Um, the Leafs are there. They they definitely have the opportunity to be in the playoffs. So oh, man, it's gonna be a great game. I, I think I gotta go with the home team in this one as well, but that's mostly because of the Goaltending situation, or should I say lack thereof on Toronto's part. Uh, I think they, they could just, I don't know. I think, I think they're lacking in that department a little bit. And if they could um, find a good goaltender or get some better play out of their goaltenders, I like, I like them to take it, but I think Boston, I think Boston takes it in kind of a high scoring affair. Let's call it five to three Boston. Took the words right out of my mouth. Let's go. Sorry about that, ladies and gents. Wild Wild just tied the game with five left to go. Huge. Things you love to see. Things you love to see. 
Absolutely love to see it, baby. Gonna watch this replay live for you. Oh, he just get his own rebound. Um, I'm not sure what he did there, but he did put the puck in the net. That, that's all that matters, baby. That's all <laughs> oh, that matters. Oh, it was a heck of a pass. Oh, As he's wow. falling down, he, Hartman puts it up for 90. Oh, wow. Who'd that come from? I think it came from I think uh, Zooks. I think yeah. it did come from Zooks because Hartman, Zooks, and Kirill are on the same line together. Wow. Yep, that is a dangerous line. That is, it's, it's a filthy line, dude. That's, I mean, that's <sighs> why do you think Kirill has something like 80 points this season? I mean, he's killing Oh, it's it, stupid. But, it's yeah, stupid. Insane. Anyways. All right. Your second back game. To it. Sorry. Yeah, back to it. Let's do it. What's your, um, uh, what's let's your, see, my what's your second, second game, game on this on the slate? Yeah, so it is another Tuesday game. Shocker. Uh, it is the Avs at the Calgary Flames. So my old team taking on the Colorado Avalanche, both teams that are looking phenomenal. Really, really good. These two teams very easily could come out of the West. I mean, I... I think it's an understatement to say they're looking phenomenal there. I mean, both of them are just having crazy seasons right now. It's insane. Oh yeah. Yeah. What was it last night? The flames put up nine. Uh, something nine like goals. that. I know, I know your boy, your boy Gio had five points. Yeah. <laughs> he, he leaves the Kraken and he starts just, he's a point machine. <laughs> All right. We'll talk about the Kraken right now. So, Oh yeah, the let's next, go. We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't get into the that. next the next three seasons. The Kraken have thirty four draft picks. Oh, I I saw that stat. It's gonna be insane. I mean, they're setting themselves up for a really really good team. The problem is they're setting themselves up to have a really really good team in mm-hmm. three seasons. Uh, it's gonna be a struggle for the next. And that's what I thought too until I heard Ron Francis, our GM, say like right after, literally right after he made you know, the trade deadline ended, he did a, he did a presser and he pretty much came out and just said blatantly, like he doesn't intend on using all of these draft picks at the draft. He plans, oh, so on, he plans using on using these. some trades. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's yep. also a, just a smart coaching strategy. Yeah. That, you know, you're not, you're not going to have 34 guys that you pick up in a draft that are all going to be stellar. You got to use some of those, uh, some of those picks to get some leverage on some other guys that have some NHL experience. So I love that. I love that for the Kraken. I think that puts them in a really good spot. Yeah. But let me just say the rest of this season is going to be rough, <laughs> but Hey, Maddie Beneers, baby, only a couple more weeks, but yeah, abs flames. Uh, I think it's going to be a fantastic game. Like I said, both teams that I think could easily come out of the Western conference for sure. Um, for sure. So with that being said, I have a feeling that the Avs are going to get the upper hand on this one. Really? I think it's going to be a really good game. It's going to be a great game. That's that's one of my that's one of the ones I'm most excited to watch. That and the yeah. Kings Lightning. I mean, whew. two really good games. Yes. But yeah. Ah, I'm going to take I'm going to take the Avs in this one 4 to 2 with a empty net goal. Empty net goal. To seal okay. It. 4 to 2. Okay, I am. Um, I'm rocking with the Flames on this one. I love the goaltending we're seeing from Jacob Markstrom. I assume yeah. he's going to get the start oh. in this one, being such a such a heavy game or you know, yeah. big rivalry, big matchup. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll go with Markstrom. I, I I love the Flames at home with Markstrom and Net. They've been just absolutely filthy. I I think we're going to have a, a high scoring game as well. I, I think it's I think it's four three Flames. Wow. 
might see some OT in that one. If uh, maybe if any, if any if any of you sports betters want to sprinkle a little bit on the game to go to OT, I I, I might uh, join you on that one. Although if I do join you on that one, definitely don't hit it to go to OT because then it won't. So <laughs> I'll stay away from that bet for uh, yep, for any bet of the opposite. Whatever Dom does. Yep. Uh, whatever I bet, bet the other thing. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the Flames on that one. My second game is on Wednesday. Okay. Uh, we've got the St. Louis Blues playing in Vancouver against the Vancouver Canucks. You know, the, the Blues are also in playoff contention. The Canucks, who had an atrocious start to the season and then put mm-hmm. Bruce Boudreaux in head coach. Uh, he has since turned things around astronomically. And they are, I believe, in playoff contention now. Uh, they're, mm-hmm. they're looking, they're looking solid. This is going to be a team, uh, a game between two teams that are, like I said, fighting for their spot, looking to prove that they're the real deal. I think I like the away team in this one. I like the blues to go into Vancouver and pull out a win. Uh, I think wow. uh, Ville Husso, I'm mm-hmm. not sure if I'm pronouncing that first name correctly, but he's, he's looked stellar in goal for the blues. He's, he's, Stood on his head. He's keep he's keeping them in games that they otherwise might not be in. And yeah. I, I think offensively, the Blues are going to come out ready to go, and they're going to try to get a couple past Thatcher Demko and see what they can't do. So ultimately, wow. I like a, I like a low scoring game in this one. I'll take the Blues uh, two to one behind some great goaltending on both sides. I like it. I'm going to take the Canucks on this one. Okay. We're, we're like we're like opposite on almost we, all we, these games this typically, week. Typically, we uh, you and I agree on a lot, but I, yeah. right now you're right. We are uh, we're polar opposites at the moment. We are, yeah. So I'm going to take the Canucks because I think that they are they're still on a steady incline from Bruce. Yeah. There it is. Um, <laughs> well, I think the Blues are they're on a kind of a steady decline. I think that they're really, especially right now, I don't think that they're looking all that good. Yeah. I, and I, I think I, I would agree with you there. I think they could be looking better as far as uh, the time of the season. Like if, if yeah. there's a time that you want to start looking good, it's, it's right now. And they're, they're right. not, they're not looking good right now. Um, and the nope. last thing, the last thing you want is to see that then bleed over into the, into the playoffs. Right. Yeah. No sense of urgency anywhere. Where I think the Canucks, I feel like they're kind of just they're a little bit more on pace, you know. They're okay. I like they're it. playing a little bit better. I think I think this one's going to be a close one too. I'm going to say three to two Canucks on this one. I like it. I like it. So, what's yeah. your uh, what's your third game of the week? So, uh, third game is this upcoming Sunday. So a week from today, Sunday, April third. We've got the Minnesota Wild at the Washington Capitals. Both teams with um, very stacked offensively. Yeah, I think this one's going to be a really close one too. But I'm going to take I'm going to take the Wild on this one because taking I think the boys, taking the boys. I, love it. I, I think that they are they're almost wagon status. Uh, Want to wait till they actually whoa get into the playoffs before. Don't. I don't say anything be, about don't be jinxing my boys now <laughs> that's why i'm using i'm using almost I yeah like <laughs> yep i'm gonna wait before i give them the wagon status but uh yeah i'm gonna take the wild on this one i think we're gonna see another close game 
but I'm going to say three to one on this one. Wild. I like it. I like it. So. I'm, um, I mean, it's hard for me to not think my boys can get it done. That's for sure. No, I agree. And I, I think especially with the goaltending that we're seeing go on with the wild right now, I, I really like them to, to hold the, hold the caps offense in check. And I, I think, uh, I think the caps will get two, but I think, I think the wild will come into Washington ready to go. And, uh, I, I think they'll, they'll be offense heavy real quick. I, I think the wild will take that one four two. Love it. Well, Dom, so, what's your uh, next game? Well, my third game also includes the wild in it. Uh, shockingly enough, uh, yeah, right. but this one is on Thursday, March 31st this week. Uh, it is the Pittsburgh Penguins playing in Minnesota. This is uh, Minnesota's last game of their franchise record nine-game home stretch that they've been going through. They've they've looked really really good at home, and I think they're they're four and one through five right now. Uh, obviously, we are uh, watching them play their. Is that sixth one right now? Maybe there's no, maybe they're, maybe they're playing their seventh. I can't remember. Anyways. So I, they've looked really good at home. They, they, they got the momentum back that they've needed. And I love how they're playing. They're playing aggressive. They're hitting hard. Their, their goaltending has, has not looked this good. And I don't know how long. And they're playing against a Pittsburgh team who also has some goaltending. That's looking phenomenal. And, but, but not even goaltending the Pittsburgh offense looks insane right now uh i mean today they literally put up 11 goals against detroit it's it's, is, it's unbelievable that so is insane you've got a pittsburgh offense that looks insane playing against a minnesota defense and goalie situation that is finding their groove and they're hitting their stride and they look phenomenal i love this matchup i think it's going to be fantastic we've got I, I i think it's hard for me again to bet against my boys in general so I'm going to say this is going to be an overtime game. I think we're going to have a mid-scoring one. I think the Pens are going to pepper. Let's see, that's Thursday. We play Tuesday. Likely it'll probably be Cam back in net. I bet, I bet we go with Flurry on Tuesday and then Cam on Thursday. Cam, I mean, right now Cam's got 40 saves in this game. So I, I, love, I love the Wild. Like I said, their goaltending looks phenomenal. The Pens are going to do the same thing the Avs have done. They're going to pepper, pepper, pepper Cam Talbot or Marc-Andre Fleury if that's, who the, uh, if that's who Dean decides to go with. But mm-hmm. I think I think game goes to OT. The Wild take it four three. Wow, yeah, I you you sold me talking about the goaltending because I will be honest with you, I was gonna take the pins in this one until you talked about the Wild goaltending and how we're both sitting here watching the game and Cam Talbot has forty two saves currently. I think that's. He, he probably could have stopped the Mexican army from invading the Alamo. Like that's, <laughs> that's how good that's, he looks. I, I think, I think I'm going to take the wild in this one too, but yeah, I think it's going to be, I, yeah, I think it's going to be a low scoring game also. Okay. Yeah. Give me the wild three to two. Okay. I like it. What's so, your, uh, what's your fourth game on the lineup? So this one is the one I'm kind of like meh about, I guess the most. It's the Kings at Oilers, both teams that are kind of meh right now. I think that the Kings are, I think they're looking better than the Oilers, but I think that the Oilers are also really kind of, you know, kicking it up a notch and Agreed. their guys are finally kind of starting to figure it out again. And yep. if this team, the way that they're playing right now, kind of stayed the same way that they have been playing, or, you know, played this way throughout the entire season, I think that they would be 
100% in playoff contention. Uh, aside from the goaltending issues, which I don't really think they did much about in terms of uh, taking care of stuff before the trade deadline. No, they did not. <clears throat> but I think both teams that are looking decent. With that being said, though, I'm going to take the Kings in this one. Uh, I think it's going to be a relatively high scoring game. I'm going to take the Kings in this one, six to five. Ooh, a lot of goals. Yep. A lot of goals. A lot of goals. I, uh, you know, I guess we are going to stay on the track of disagreeing. I'm taking the Oilers. Uh, I like McDavid. I like Drysidel. They, I mean, both of those guys. It's hard for them to go in a, a game without scoring six points each. So. Um, right. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you though. I think a high scoring game, I actually, I do love six to five, but I'm going to have it on the Oilers side instead. Okay. I like it. Uh, well, moving into, your next game. Yeah. Moving into my fourth game. We got uh, Friday, April 1st, April fool's day. We've got uh, nice. New York and New York going against each other. The New York Islanders playing in Madison square garden against the New York Rangers. I love the Rangers here. The, the Islanders, well, they're, well, they're starting to get into form and they're starting to look really good. They are not the team they were last year. And I think, you know, it's pretty apparent to everybody on that note too. Uh, and meanwhile, the Rangers are having a heck of a season, uh, especially, especially with uh, Shesterkin. Uh, so I love the, uh, love the Rangers here. Goaltending is going to keep them in this game. They're going to win it three, one. Springer, what are your, what are your thoughts on the uh, Islanders Rangers? Ooh. Um, yeah. I think kind of, same thing. Rangers are looking like a decent team. Islanders are kind of slowly getting into form, but yeah, kind of the same thing. They're not really the same team that they were a couple of years ago um, or even last year, really. But yeah, I'm going to take the Rangers on this one. Four to two. Four to two Rangers. I like it. I like it. What's yep. your uh, what's your fifth and final game over there, bud? We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up so our listeners don't get more annoyed than they already are listening to us. Yeah, right. Same vein, Rangers at Pins. I think this is going to be a good one, too. Pins are looking unbelievable right now. Rangers are kind of looking decent. I'm going to take the Pins on this one, though. And I'm going to say, going to be close. I'm going to say five to three Pins on this one. What do you think? Okay. Uh, I got Pins 4 1. Or one. Yep, I think Love their offense, their offense is kicking right now. Uh, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna crack open whoever the Rangers decide to put in the net early and quick, and mm-hmm. uh, the Rangers just aren't gonna be able to keep up. And I think Pens control most of that game. So, not a baby. Pens four one. Uh, we'll jump into my my final game. Uh, it is next Sunday, and it's a bit of a dumpster fire. Love that. <laughs> We've got the Detroit Red Wings playing in. Ottawa, Canada against the Ottawa Senators. You've got the two teams that are relatively young. Uh, yep. They got they got pretty young rosters. I know the Red Wings are, I, I think they're the youngest roster in the NHL, actually. They've got something like five or six guys that are under the age of 23 or something like that. Wow. Uh, it's crazy young, crazy young. So Nutty. a lot of potential, but uh, they're just, they're not, it's, it's not their season uh, to say the least. So I mean, yeah. as, as I mentioned earlier, they got ran 11 to two by the pens today. So yeah. Uh, playing against an Ottawa team that has kind of just, I mean, struggled all around, you know, if, if their goaltending's on, they're having trouble putting pucks in the net. If, if their offense is on their goaltending, can't stop pucks. So I, I think this is going to be a game of not who's best, but who is 
best at not being the worst. Uh, yeah. We're going to see, we're going to see a lot of mistakes in this game. A lot of turnovers, a lot of, a lot of goals. I like, I like the away team to come in here and I know, you know, betting against the Ottawa senators while they're at home is uh, never, never smart is something I've learned, but I actually don't learn anything from betting. So let's do it again. Uh, give me the Red Wings in Ottawa. I think five to four. Five to four. Okay. Five to four. Yeah, I'm going to take the Red Wings with you on this one too. I think the Red Wings, I think they look significantly better than the Ottawa Senators do. Um, just kind of all around. So for that reason, I'm yeah, going to take the Red Wings. I, uh, I'm going to take them. I'm going to take them five to three. Five to three Red Wings. Three Red Wings. I like it. Yeah, baby. I like yeah, it. Yeah, baby. Well, so we'll see. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, and always Springer. That is all we've got for you this week. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment, tell us what you hate. That's typically what we love to hear the most of is why we suck. And yeah, take that uh, word of the day today. Yeah, chirp, hey, hey, and take the word of the day. Absolutely. Give us give us some chirps and just like I said, let us know how much we suck. Yeah, love it. Please. We need it. I thrive off of it. Oh, always. Well, until next time, one love, y'all. One love, guys.